everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Hello, everybody. It's me, Michelle T. Welcome to another night of Ask the Tarot Live here on Spotify Live. This is such a special edition for me because I have to tell you, I'm doing this live from one of my favorite bookstores. I'm actually upstairs in the back office at Skylight Books in Los Angeles. <laughs> and it's the first place I ever um, like read from a book when I published a book. So it's very special to me. And I have a reading here tonight at seven. So I just figured I'd just come up here and hang out with the bookstore cat who I think hissed at me, but I think I've made friends with her. I think we just got off to a bad start because she was like, who the hell are you? Why are you in my space? But, um, you know, I let her sniff my hand and stuff. And I, th- I think we're good now. So, um, so yeah. So this is also really fun because this is the first Thursday of the month and we're going to do this new thing where for the questions that get sent to me, we're going to focus on questions from folks who uh, belong to our Patreon. And I think you can get that little perk at a really tiny amount. So please check out our Patreon. And for everybody else, if you'd like to raise your hand, I'm going to alternate going back and forth between people right here live in the room. Just put your hand up and I'll try to get to you. Or folks who feel a little bit like, oh, I feel shy. You can find me on Instagram at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z, and you can send me your question. Um, and I'll get to it another night, not tonight. But you know, we do this every week. I'm here every single Thursday, six on the West Coast, nine on the East Coast. And um, yeah, so I'll get to you eventually, I promise. Okay, here, I'm going to start right now with this question. I really love this question. I've been working for the same two tricky white ladies for a number of years now. We'll call one Stormy Weather and the other one Anxious Angel. Stormy and Anxious have both been big supporters of mine and also terrible monsters, depending on the situation. I'm laying the groundwork now to create the job I want and need. And if Stormy and Anxious can't give it to me, then I'm going to find a way to leave. My question is about Anxious and Stormy. Could you give me a read on their vibes as they are in relationship to me? As in, what does the tarot have to say about these two humans and their vibes so that I can have a better sense of how to be in relationship with them as I try to grow the job I want and need? Oh my God, I love this so much. I'm so sorry that you're stuck working with, you know, a couple of tricky white ladies, but you did a wonderful job um, naming them. (laughs) So first I'm going to pick on Stormy. I'm going to draw three cards on you know, what is Stormy's vibe in regards to you? I mean, I'm sure they, they're they kind of uh, have similar energies maybe, but you know, they're different people. So I'm going to do two different reads. So I'm picking three cards right now on Stormy Weather. And now I'm going to do three on Anxious Angel. That's so tough because, you know, it sounds like it's so hard when people are sometimes good and then sometimes they're monsters. Like, what do you do with that? What do you do with that energy? Oh my God, you guys, TJ, my actual husband is here. Hi, TJ. I'm in Los Angeles, but TJ is in Portland, Oregon. So we're having a long distance love affair. 
until tomorrow. <laughs> but you know, it's hard. We love each other. Okay. Stormy weather. Let's see what's up with stormy weather. And now let's see what's up with anxious angel. Okay. So I have good news. Um, these people, in spite of their monstrosity, they, they are into you. They like you. They want to support you. Um, that's really interesting. I don't know, like, huh, they might just have like some toxic, you know, problems from childhood or whatever. You know what I mean? Like whatever issues they're dragging around that's making them act like total nightmares to other people. But here's the three cards I just picked for stormy weather. The first one is Knight of Cups. She got two knights. Knight of Cups, which is very cancer, and Knight of Swords, which is very Gemini. So I'm wondering what this person's sign is and if that could give us any, you know, insight. You know, a monstrous cancer is just like feeling super self-protective, like they can't protect themselves, you know, and, and they're very emotional. And then a monstrous Gemini, well, actually the jury's out, you guys. I don't, why are Geminis so monstrous sometimes? <laughs> I don't understand, but they just are. It's like they have to, they're receiving all the energy in the universe. This is, this is the conclusion I've come to. So they're receiving all the good energy and they're also receiving all the bad energy. So the good thing is that none of this is about you. I mean, I, I guess that's good. It, it might be hard. It might not really help you solve the problem. The card in the middle of these two um, nights is the Two of Swords, which in the top deck that I'm reading with is called Peace and it's Moon in Libra. So it seems like there's um, there's a way to sort of like expect them, hold, hold stormy weather to a particular standard where, you know, you can expect her to reason things out with you um, if that needs to happen, or you can appeal maybe to her sense of balance, um, like, or justice, talking Libra here. Um, okay, so that's stormy weather. Anxious angel is, anxious angel thinks that you're incredible. Um, is anxious angel maybe a little threatened by you? It, it could be, but they're not so threatened by you that they want to destroy you. <laughs> it just might be something that they're working through. The very first card I got for anxious angel is the magician. So, you know, especially if this person is in a position to help you get that next job, you want to work her. The card right after that, Six of Wands, Victory, Jupiter, and Leo. Wow. I mean, to me, this is showing that this person is giving you, it does really want to support you. Here's the thing that makes me take a little half step back. Four of Discs, um, Sun and Capricorn, Power, okay? So that's what why I'm thinking like, okay, you know, the Power card is kind of a neutral card. Um, and I, I'm seeing that, you know, maybe I'm, I'm looking for, for little, like, I, you know, just some little cracks in, in the facade here to see like, where is the bad vibes coming from? So I'm thinking it might be coming from some sort of envy. Like maybe they can see that you're such a go-getter and that you're going to even possibly, you know, rise above where they're at. And they're going to be having a hand in lifting you up, you know, not necessarily at their own expense, but capitalism makes everyone compete against each other. So maybe sometimes when they're not at their best, it makes them feel like that. So, so I think that, you know, you want to, it seems like moving forward, um, with stormy weather, it's like appealing to their in, in, internal sense of justice and peace, um, and like Libra things, maybe even just being like making cute small talk with them and making you feel, making it seem like you guys are girlfriends or something. I don't know. I'm using girlfriends in the way straight girls do, not the way that dykes do, <laughs> you know, like your girlfriends, like you'll go and like have a cocktail. And then for anxious angel, it seems like like um, appealing to her energy and her sense that there is, is possibility for her as well. Um, and doing what you can to diffuse any sort of power struggles or jealousy that she might feel. I really hope that this was helpful to you. Um, 
you know, it's not fair that white people should be monstrous. You know, it's bad enough that we're just white. And I think that we should be making constant <laughs> energetic amends for the rest to the rest of the world. So it's extra important to not be monsters if you're a white person. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to see who's got their hand up here that I can call on. Victoria, you are up next. Hello to you. Oh my goodness. Hi, Michelle. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good too. I love reading tarot in a bookstore. It feels so bright. I can't believe you called on me. <laughs> Hold on, let me go back inside. I was like sitting outside with my cat, just relaxing. <laughs> well, how can the tarot help you tonight? Um, well, let's see. Uh, well, I think the biggest thing, um, I just took over my childhood home and it's been amazing. Wow. It's kind of really nice. I don't have rent. I don't have roommates. Uh, oh, and, cool. yeah, and I'm back home. I've been living uh, in Sacramento for the last five years for school. Okay. So I just came back. I took it over partly because um, my grandfather passed away, not in the house, but this was his home. And my mom has had a really hard time okay. um, coming back. Like she literally left it vacant. I had to clean the dishes that he used, you know, the week he passed. Oh, a whole wow. lot. Yeah, there was a wow. whole lot of stuff when I first moved. Um, and now I'm just trying to figure out like, what's my direction here? Because there's a part of me, you know, this was a home I grew up in. And I'm like, it's my mom's house now. And in her eyes, she's like, you know, if you want to buy the house from me in the future, that's fine. But you would have to buy it from me, which I mean, I totally get. Do I want to make that investment? Or is this something that maybe I should just use to save up money and go elsewhere? Because I do feel that like, I'm like, I study like microbiology and virology, and there isn't really a lot of that you know, in industry out here. I don't feel like there's yeah. a lot of opportunity. I do have hospital routes that I'm looking into, like this clinical lab program, but, you know, I can still go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, how much energy should I put into this home? It served me well. and I want to serve it well, but okay. I also know that... Absolutely. But you also have your own life. Yeah. I can't hold myself down. And I know my grandfather wouldn't want that for me either. So I just want to know what my best move would be. Yeah. I mean, I have time, but... Okay. Well, I just shuffled and picked three cards for you asking what would it look like for you to buy the house from your mom. And now I'm shuffling, just thinking about you living there and really like, almost, you know, almost like energetically preparing it to turn it over to the next owner of it, like making closure for your family and for yourself with it. And then, you know, living rent-free, which is such a bonus. And then moving on when you're ready to move on, saying goodbye and moving on to, you know, a place where it's more suited to help you achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So let's see. Okay, so the three cards, wow, for buying the house. Oh my God. Um, Wheel of Fortune, okay. Um, the Ten of Cups, which, you know, in in the normal, not normal, I guess <laughs> I guess the top deck is kind of abnormal. But, you know, in the Rider Waite kind of uh, tradition, the Ten of Cups is like this happy home. It's interesting. Uh, in the top deck, it's a little more like, You've really reached something, but now it's time to turn the cups over and start over again. But then right after that is the fool. So it's kind of amazing. Um, I, I mean, that's really beautiful. Let's see what it looks like for you to live there rent-free and then move on. Oh my gosh, it doesn't look as good, Victoria. I mean, what, what kind of... Huh, this is so interesting. I'm really moved by you saying that like, you know, like you've got this whole career in the works. It sounds super interesting and that you can't really practice this it where you are. So it leaves me a little confused about you buying it. But the cards for you buying it, the fortune card and the fool, I mean, you're going to have to 
reconfigure something with that 10 of cups, it is asking for you to sort of like strike out in a different direction if you buy it. I don't know that necessarily means a whole new job, but maybe just figuring out a different way to practice the work that you want to. The three cards for just, you know, staying there and then leaving and, you know, allowing it to be sold or whatever is the Knight of Swords, the Knight of Cups, and the Three of Swords, Sorrow, which is the, that's sort of the biggest card to me is that Sorrow card. You know, the two knights, I mean, they kind of annoy me the way the court cards so often annoy me. But the Knight of Swords is like, okay, he's good. He's focused. He's going after what he wants. You know, the Knight of Cups is very like loving and making sort of a loving, you know, uh, gesture or a loving offering. So I would see that this is maybe you making a loving offering to yourself, which is, you know, more often than not, actually in readings, how I read the the Knight of Cups, he just ends up being that. Um, But it really looks like um, that sorrow card coming in. There's something that's going to feel wrong to you about leaving the house. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just, I feel like, you know, it's the house. It's kind of the last thing that we have of my grandfather, you know, like he bought this house for us and I have so many memories here. And so I, yeah, I feel like my first initial reaction to when I found out that my mom was selling the house, I was like, no, (laughs) you know, I immediately was like, so I'm going to be moving down there and I'm going to take over the house because, you know, I can pursue my clinical lab at the hospitals here. Uh, But Uh like it also kind of opposes my original career view of like going to grad school for virology and like epidemiology studies, you know. Yeah, uh, it does. And I think that's what that 10 of cups is about. It's sort of like the 10 of cups is sort of stalled out. You know, the water's getting stagnant. So it's like, okay, it looks powerfully amazing for you to take this chance and jump into, you know, this unexpected homeownership that's so sentimental and, and meaningful to you. But then something is sort of stagnant as a result. And so I think it's having to figure out what you're going to do, what kind of meaningful work, you know, how can you hold on to something that that you've invested yourself in emotionally, um, but you're going to have to figure out a new way to go about doing it and tip those cups over. Yeah, absolutely. No, that makes total sense. I've been trying to figure that out myself. I'm like, how can I do both? (laughs) Well, when you think of some options, come back and we'll put cards on it. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're welcome. Good luck to you. Wow, that's so interesting. You know, um, TJ, my husband, you know, there's a... He, he's going to find himself in a similar situation at some point. And I've already picked cards on it. It seems like we're supposed to, you know, have this house like out in the woods in California. So I, I get these questions. Houses are, they hold, hold so much energy and can be so sentimental. Um, okay, I'm going to pick another uh, re, uh, question that came in from a Patreon supporter. Here we go. All right. Check this out, you guys. I recently left my marriage of eight years. I realized that I've I've been unhappy for four of the eight, half of it, ouch. And after the last year of being unhappy, but recommitting, I knew it was time to move on. I have no doubts I made the right choice by leaving. Uh, I spent that year working with a marriage counselor alone because my partner didn't want to attend with me, setting boundaries and applying 12-step work to the part of the codependent patterns of our relationship, Boop, 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 boop. codependency alert. I know everyone wants codependency questions. They almost all of them are naturally, but this is, this is definitely one. Oh, oh my God, Mia, I see, I see you identifying yourself. Um, thanks for doing that. Okay. Um, I just want to say that like when your partner doesn't want to attend marriage counseling to help your marriage, I feel like whatever happens to them as a result of that is a little bit their fault. I mean, I don't know if that sounds 
harsh. I am known to be harsh sometimes. Okay. No matter what I did, my partner resisted all invitations to grow or work on himself. He continued to expect me to support him financially, emotionally, physically, and mentally. Meanwhile, my own mental and emotional health were suffering complicated divorce. The uncertainty is really hard on me, especially since he's still living in the house I'm still paying for and still expects me to support him. Oh my God, I hate this. I hate this. I hate that this is happening to you, Mia. The legal process is far slower than I'd like. I'd like the tarot to reveal guidance on whether I should push my legal team harder or if they are truly working at an appropriate pace. What guidance can tarot give me to work towards accepting this uncertainty? Is there some favorable relief in sight? Oh my gosh. Thank you for all you. I appreciate you, Mia. Okay. Man, oh man. I'm like so much like applause for you getting out of that marriage. Um, that sounds super, super hard. And like you were just doing so much emotional labor and that's not what it shouldn't be like that. Okay. So I'm, I'm shuffling right now. I know you get a lot of questions here. So I'm going to start shuffling on first. Should you push your legal team harder? What does it look like if you're like, Hey, you guys, I got to get this deadbeat out from under me. Move it. Um, or like, what if you don't? You know, what if you just trust that they are working at an appropriate pace? But yeah, this stuff takes a minute. It's, and I know because I went through a divorce a couple of years ago, I know that the courts were really backed up. Everyone got divorced during the pandemic. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh my God, I'm trapped in this house with you and I don't like you. Okay, let me see. Um, now, accepting the unknown, accepting the uncertainty, what is, What's the energy around that? Where where are their strengths for you? Where are their challenges for you? Accepting all of this. Um, it sounds like a lot. And then finally, what does the future look like? You know, presuming that whether it moves fast or moves slow, you do have a legal team helping you. They are moving. Where is it going to lead you? All right. I got a bunch of cards here for you, Mia. Okay. Firstly, what does it look like if you push these people to move? Huh, how interesting. Um, I want to compare and contrast. What if you just accept, push those bitches? I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. You'll get, it's like I, the middle card for pushing them is the fortune card, right? So I love that. That's about change. It's about positive change. It's like things are rolling, okay? However, you also have two other cards here. You have the debauch card and the sorrow card, okay? Those are both really emotional cards. The debauch card is the seven of cups. Um, and you know, the sorrow card is the three of swords, but it's, it's a painful card. So what I want to warn, I want to not warn you, but I want you to be aware of when you're feeling impatient. Is it like, huh? It's like you, it, I think it would be helpful for you. That's what the, 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 that main card, the wheel of fortune is saying. But these other cards that are so emotional are also sort of saying, Hey, like when you're feeling so stressed out about life and your partner and you're scared and you're in your emotions, are you focusing all of your feelings on the law, the law team, you know, be aware of when you're doing that, because that, that isn't going to work. Like, it's definitely fine for you to stay on top of them, but you just need to make sure like, are you doing it because it's truly time to kind of be, check in and be like, Hey guys, how's it going? Or are you looking at it as a way to kind of soothe yourself? It's not going to work if you're trying to emotionally soothe yourself. I still think you should do it because, you know, leaving leaving it and just accepting that it, it takes as long as it takes. You have the two fours, the four of discs, power, and the four of swords, truce. So that shows me that you can accept it. It is possible for you to change your attitude a little bit and accept it. But the, then in the center, it's the eight of cups, indolence. And I think they they do need to move faster, frankly. 
I think it's complicated. I think some things are probably out of their control. I think it's really emotional for you, but I do think you should push them a little harder. Um, so I hope that's a helpful answer. Let me see what else I have here. What is the next one? Um, accepting the uncertainty. What is working for and against you? Oh gosh, Mia, you have some really hard cards here, which is making me think that it's really hard for you to accept the uncertainty. And it's really affirming what the, the sense I'm getting from the earlier cards that it's true that part, a, a big part of this wanting to push your legal team is because you can't, you're having such a hard time struggling with the uncertainty, which really makes sense. Um, so here are the cards that are, you know, illustrating your relationship with the uncertainty. Okay. The first is the princess of swords. She's firing people. She's tearing down walls. She's destroying whole buildings. She's definitely, you know, throwing babies out with the bathwater. <laughs> um, so she's got a ton of, of energy and she just wants change immediately now. And she doesn't care what way it comes, you know? The next is the 10 of swords, ruin. Like, this is really hard for you. Like the 10, especially, you know, this is just making me think about how you stated in your question that you were, you've been unhappy for four years. This has been a long time coming and now here it is. And you're so ready to be past it, but there's still so much that you need to just kind of walk through and sit through. Um, your final card here is the five of cups, which is disappointment. So I really want to warn you when thinking about um, when thinking about the legal process, right? And your legal team. And also when thinking about your your husband, you know, it's like you're going to be disappointed in all these people. And I'm not saying that they have not all been disappointing. Um, I believe that they probably all in their own way have been disappointing. But it's like... Um, try to check your expectations at the same time. It's like, yeah, you should be able to expect certain things of people, you know, in a perfect world, hold them to higher standards. But if you just know they're not there, like don't set yourself up by expecting them to be a person that they have shown you they can't be. And that's really true for your for your husband. These cards here to me are really showing that you have, um, you just have a lot of pain to work through. I mean, I know you want to move through it and you want everything wrapped up, but I think that there's also an element of like, you have to grieve and just like sit with your feelings a little bit and sit with that uncertainty. Oh, I'm sorry they aren't nicer cards. I really, really am. Um, but finally, what does the future look like as you move forward? Oh my God, Mia, it looks so good for you, okay? So please just like have, have patience with yourself. Don't be afraid that like the bad feelings that you're feeling, um, the restlessness, the anxiousness, whatever you might be feeling, don't be scared that that's gonna sit with you forever. And, and, you know, you got to make it go away or else you're going to feel like this forever. It's not true. It's going to fade. Your first card for like how this is going to pan out for you is the priestess. Hello. I mean, like this is so beautiful. It's so major. It's so meta. Like you're definitely going to be living like in your own reality and not having to like, you know, caretake a man baby. This is going to be so great for you. The card on the other end is the fool, right? You're diving into this whole new life. It's going to be so awesome for you. And then in the middle is the Knight of Wands. So I think that that is a real um, message from the tarot because, you know, you're feeling like things are taking too long. You're feeling stunted. And the Knight of Wands is all energy, all movement, um, totally on fire. So I just want to say this is going to move forward. It's not going to be so slow and sticky. There is a time that you're going to be free from all of this mess and you're going to be able to just focus on yourself and dive into your new life. And I'm so happy for you. Um, Jenny, you're going to band practice. That's adorable. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome, Mia. 
And thanks for, you know, popping up in the chat and letting us know that, that that's you. And thank you for submitting your question. And thank you for being one of our Patreons. We really appreciate it. Okay, I'm going to put all these cards back. So you guys, you know how I'm like, oh my God, I'm reading tarot cards, you know, in the office at a bookstore. If any of you are in the Los Angeles area at seven o'clock, I'm going to be reading for my new book, Knocking Myself Up. And I would love to meet any of you and all of you. So if you're around, come. And if any of you live in Portland, Oregon, I'm going to be there Saturday at Powell's in the afternoon at two o'clock doing a reading with my dear friend, Nicole J. Georges, um, who among many other things does the podcast Sagittarius Matters. Uh, I'm sorry, Sagittarian Matters. <laughs> okay. All right. Who's got their hand up now? Let me see. Oh my God, Jasmine. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jasmine. How's it going? Good, Michelle. How about you? It's good. It's so nice to see you. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, my question is: so I started this like um work study program with my university. Uh huh. And we've started doing work, and I was just wondering if this is like the creative outlet I've been needing because for the past couple of months I've kind of just like haven't touched my camera and whatnot. Oh, okay. Creativity has always just been like um, cut short for me for the past couple of months. It hasn't been like a complete thing. Okay, so you're wondering if this work study that has picked up is going to be the answer to sort of your creative problems that you're having? Mm -hmm. Is it going to relieve that? Okay, let's see what the energy of this looks like for you. What's the work you'll be doing? Um, The work that I'll be doing is... Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a videographer and a graphic design for the marketing team of the career service. Okay. Filming, like next week, we'll start filming this internship promotional video for our college. Oh my God. It's going to be good. It's going to be good, Jasmine. I'm so happy for you. Listen to the cards that just came up. Um, The first one is work. (laughs) It's the three of discs. It's Mars and Capricorn. This is something that is going to feel really serious to you and like something that's really worth applying yourself to, right? Like you're going to be, it's going to feel creative, I believe, because the very next card that you have is the princess of wands. And, you know, wands is all about creativity, about being fearless. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like you get inspired while you're working to like maybe do things you know, just kind of switch the angles around, like, you know, have some different ideas about how to proceed. And I think they'd be really supported is what it looks like. Um, The final card you have is the 10 of discs, which is wealth. And so I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because it sounds like it's a very, you know, it's a very commercial job, but um, it looks like with that princess of wands, it's going to feel really fun for you. And there is a way to be very creative in it. And the actual sort of like, real life work experience that you're going to get is really going to come in handy for you with that 10 of discs. Like that's going to pay off for you. That's amazing. Cause I, like for the past couple of months prior, you know, I have been out of work. I've been trying to just like, sell, not sell, basically like not, you know, sell myself for just working at a job that I'm not happy at fast food. Like I told you. So I just like been biding my time and I'm like hoping that this, is that time that I was been waiting for all these months. I think it's going to be, I mean, with those two like disc cards, you're going to feel like, okay, I'm really doing it. I'm doing the work. Like this is the actual work that I'm here to do. I'm gaining skills. I'm like learning uh, like how to access resources. I'm seeing like 
where the resources are, who are the resources. And then with that princess of wands, like you're just going to ace it. You're going to do so good. And I think people are going to love working with you. And that means a lot, especially in that industry. Thanks. Can I ask one tiny more question? Yes, you can. What is it? Um, I start school on the 22nd and I was just wondering how the beginning of my semester will go. Okay. You want to know how the start of the semester? Okay. All right. Let's see what the vibe is for the start of the semester. I can't believe school is starting again. My kid goes back to school on like the 17th of August, which seems like so, so cruel. Uh, Whoa. Okay. Are you anticipating any problems, Jasmine? Only the fact that um, it's the commute is crazy because I live in northern Atlanta uh-huh. and I have to commute to downtown. So it's a... you might find that that is not sustainable for you. Um, and and I think more will be revealed. I mean, the first card that comes up is the Ace of Wands. So it's like, that's awesome. You're ready to go. You know, you're ready to start school. You're like, okay, let's do it. But then the very next card is the Tower. Okay. And then the card after that is the three of swords. So with the tower card, it's like something isn't sustainable, right? There's a system that's in place that needs to come down. So the one thing, you know, on the one hand, this could be something totally unforeseen, right? That we just don't know what that is. Like the, the, the tower can be like a bolt of lightning sometimes and something happens that we just don't see coming. Um, but that's why I want to know, like, is there anything that's already kind of seeming like it could be really hard? Um, or like a bummer because maybe you can get a little bit ahead of it. Um, I picked some cards around that and it looks like you, you maybe can. Like there's, I don't know, I'm getting a lot of like really positive court cards are coming up. Um, I know you've talked before about, do you live, you live with your family? Uh huh. And I know you've talked before, you've talked before about moving. Uh, do you think yeah. you time to do that? Mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet. Uh huh. Um, I wanted to move somewhere closer to my university, but yeah. they were so horrible with commuting, communicating for the upper class to get housing. So I was left on my own trying to seek out housing, which didn't turn over great as well. So, yeah, you know, I just picked three cards on that. Um, and the very first card that comes up is interference. And it's like, yeah, you know, they like, they were inscrutable and unhelpful to you. But the card that comes next is the six of swords, science. And that's about like, you know, getting a good plan together. And then the next card is the Hierophant and he represents like college. <laughs> you know, he, he he represents sort of the institution. So I wonder if there's not a way you can reach out maybe to a different person um, or find a different way into the college to ask for some help because I'm afraid that it might end up being too much for you if that's what it is. Again, it could be something else. It could be not the commute, but it looks like um, it looks like there's something that's going to need to change. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely look into that because I know I'm still working a second job that I've been started that ends in September. So if we're speaking specifically on the beginning of the year, that might, yeah, yeah, that might, it it could be that it could be that your second job is like, it's too much Mm -hmm. school and two jobs. Yeah, that's a lot. Let me see. Oh, yeah, it could be that. It could definitely be that. I just pulled the the Ten of Wands, which is the oppression card, which is like my burden is too heavy, basically. Like I'm carrying too much on my back. Um, oh, man. Okay, Jasmine, is there other 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 ways that you can figure out? It, but this job ends, yes? It ends in September, yeah. Okay, are you going to need another job or are you good? 
Ooh, that's the thing. Uh, I wanted another job closer to home because one, the job that I've been working was remote. And then, of course, the one what my university is in person. Um, so I wanted another job just to start saving up money. Yeah. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Well, listen, it sounds to me like there's a lot of balls in the air, right? And it looks sounds to me like it could be a few different things, you know? So just stay tight and, you know, know that whatever it is, like you'll you'll rise to the occasion and you'll figure it out. And like when you know if, you know, when that terra, a tower energy shows up, just like raise your hand and we'll pull cards on it. Okay. It seems like there's too many things right now to really figure it out, but it does look like something something's unsustainable, and it will be it'll make itself clear during the beginning of school. That that totally resonates. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're good. Thanks. Okay. Oh man, I just only want to pick like all the fluffiest, sparkliest unicorn cards for Jasmine ever. Jasmine, you are such a hard worker. You're working so hard, and I just want to reflect that back to you. Like it's really inspiring and incredible. And I think you're amazing. I know everybody here on the chat thinks you're amazing. And we just want you to succeed, you know? And I know it's just so hard. It is really hard to do what you're doing. Um, So, you know, if anything slips, we'll figure it out. We'll help you figure it out. Oh boy. Okay. So listen, for those who just showed up, maybe some of you guys are here for the very first time. You are at Ask the Tarot Live. We're a live tarot show. We're here every Thursday, six on the West Coast and nine on the East Coast. I pick tarot cards for folks. If you'd like me to pick your card, um, just raise your hand and I'll try to get to you. You can also send me questions at my Instagram, which is at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. If you'd like to listen to back episodes of this, because it's super fun to do that, just go over to Spotify, search for Your Magic. That's my podcast. And in that feed, you'll also find back episodes of Ask the Tarot. And for those of you who are listening right now, Uh, on Spotify and you maybe want to throw your hand up, just come on over to Spotify Live and you can do that, okay? Okay. So (laughs) I love a question that begins, I have a sort of weird, complicated question, right? (laughs) I'm like, okay, good. I'm here for that. I'm very here for that. I have recently started spending more time with a person I've sort of tangentially known for a couple years. We get along super well and there's genuine best friend vibes when we hang out. Recently, she started mentioning things like how she and her wife are considering polyamory. And I kind of get the feeling she may be feeling out my reaction to that idea. But here's the complicated part. While I am definitely attracted to her, I've actually kind of had a crush on her wife since I met them. And if that weren't complicated enough, I'm currently in a committed relationship myself. I am pan, but my current partner is a straight cis man. I think he might actually be open to me exploring a sexual relationship with someone else because for a variety of physical and mental health reasons, my interest in sex has been much higher than his the last couple of years. So I guess my questions for the tarot are one, am I reading way too much into this new friend sharing some intimate details about her marriage? Uh, Two, what does it look like for me to pursue something with one or both of these people? And what does it look like to talk to my partner about my interest in doing so? Oh my goodness. This is like, there's a lot of questions to be asked here. And I really love that. Um, so let's get going. Let's start shuffling. Okay. Um, uh, first thing I'm asking is, what's the vibe on the friend sharing this information? I mean, that's just, you know, something you would tell your friends. When I, you know, became Polly, I told all my friends about it. And I definitely was not trying to get into any of their pants. Um, but, you know, 
who knows? Maybe there's something amorous. Let's try to see. I'm going to really read. Well, yeah, I'll just have to read the energy of the cards that come up. But I want to see what and what is the spirit in which your friend shared this information with you? Okay, picking three cards on that. Next, I am picking what does it look like for you to pursue something with your friend? Um, okay, just doing a little shuffle for that. I'm doing shorter shuffles because I'm picking so many cards. And now, what does it look like for you to hit on her wife? <laughs> okay, this is so fun. And now let's see, what um, what is the energy around talking about this with your partner? What's the energy around that? <laughs> Dana says, Polly is fun with lots of ends. Why not explore? I agree, Dana. Why not? You know, this is our one human life, you know? Do your thing. Have your fun. Okay. Um, okay, so I got some, I got some bad news here about the intention um, of the friend sharing this. So the first part is the five of cups, which we know is the disappointment card, right? Expectations are too high. There's an emotional letdown. The next card is the queen of wands. I'm thinking that might be your friend, you know, or maybe it's you or maybe it's your connection, you know, fiery, alive, strong, reciprocal. It sounds like you guys have a great friendship and that is really real. But as far as taking it to the next level, or not to the next level, but to a romantic level, eight of cups, indolence, right? And it's like, oh, no, it's it's not, it's not good. It's, you know, it's Saturn and Pisces. I feel like Pisces is that sort of like, let's explore, let's feel it out, let's do it. And Saturn's like, no, boundaries, you know, Saturn's the planet of boundaries. Um, so that doesn't look good, unfortunately. I always want to say yes to all the love, you know? Um, let's see. So, you know, reading that, what does it look like if you tell your friend that you're interested in pursuing something? I don't know. I mean, it looks a little awkward to start. The very first one is the Prince of Cups. Um, and he is really controlling. He's easily triggered. He doesn't know what he wants. So, you know, it's, I think that, but then he becomes the, he becomes the chariot, you know? And they're actually very similar cards like visually looking at them so it's like he then he does know what he wants and then it's the nine of the nine of discs which is gain okay so this is very interesting it seems that although this is my read on it because how can we get a kind of positive reading for you trying to hit on your friend but then a negative (laughs) reading for like are they trying to hit on you and i think that maybe they don't realize that you know that you could be interested in them and they're not sharing this with you for that reason And I think if you let them know this at first, they might be taken aback, but then I think they might be intrigued, you know, and I think that something could come out of it. Um, So that's interesting. That's actually not a no. It's not the no I thought it was going to be. Now let's see about, (laughs) but here's the deal. You actually want the wife. (laughs) That's what you want. Oh my God, wait, I never shuffled for both of them. I'm doing that right now because, you know, why not both of them? Why make a choice if you like them both? Have both. Okay, so it looks like the stuff with the wife is really incredible. Like the first card is the priestess. So like, wow, I would say that like, yeah, I could see that you guys are maybe drawn to each other. There's something there's something almost destined about it, perhaps. There's, there's something, some kind of a deep connection. Then the next card is the art card, which is a card of like, marriage and collaboration and partnership and in creating something that's all new. It's a very, it's Sagittarius, it's risk-taking, and it's a major arcana. This is really strong. And then the final one is the princess of discs. And 
you know, she's super grounded. She's been through a lot and now she has something to sort of give birth to. She's pregnant. So I'm wondering if it's like, maybe the wife has been sort of cruising you and just kind of fighting it back. And now we'll be like, oh, yay, I'm ready to do this. It's, it seems like you guys could have a very good connection. Now for, for seeing both of them, oh my God, that's so cute. This is so like Henry and June. Do you know that movie? It's based on the diaries of Anna East Nin, the writer Anna East Nin, who had this affair with horrible Henry Miller, horrible sex, horrible but sexy Henry Miller and, you know, his wacky, you know, wife, um, June. They all had this like menage a trois relationship. And you can have that with these people. Oh my God. So the first card is the nine of wands, moon and Sagittarius. It's called strength. It's like, wow, yes, there is the emotional energy and the emotional capacity for this. The three of cups abundance. Oh my God, there's three of you. And now there's three cups. It's a lovey-dovey card. It's really cute. It looks like you guys could be really in tune with each other. Um, Vera is so down with this. I love this. I love this so much. Um, And then the ace of discs. Like you can make this happen in the real world. Like this is a new, could be a new beginning for you guys. I'm so into this. And now, however, you are in a relationship already. What does that look like? Well, guess what? The news just keeps getting better and better for you. Um, It looks like talking about this with your um, partner could really usher in a whole new era between you guys. Um, The very first card is the Aeon. It's like a new Aeon. It's a new era is beginning and it might feel a little bit shaky. Like, oh my God, what are we doing? Do Do we know how to live like this? Eek. But you will. Like you just trust each other and you communicate. And um, the next card, speaking of communicating, Six of Swords, Mercury in Aquarius. Mercury, the planet of, you know, communication with Aquarius, the sign of wacky, perverse relationships. I don't know. I like this for you guys. And then the final one is the Prince of Discs. And he's super grounded. He's slow and steady. He's the Taurus card. Um, so it seems like, you know, you guys can do this. You guys can do this to, and, and maybe, you know, remain together. And it just might be slow. Like if it, if it's kind of slow going with that Prince of Discs, just let it be. Just remember that if things are going slow, it's also grounding the energy, okay? Sometimes when things go too fast, it doesn't get grounded. It burns out really quickly. So allow things to move slowly and grow with your part, your current partner, okay? Oh my God, there's so many cards spread out all around here. That's why I love polyamory questions because you end up having to pick like 50 cards because you're picking for so many different things. This is a really fun, happy ending. You know, I wasn't sure when um, when I got those first cards, but I just think it means, you know, that your friend might not really realize that you're, you know, on the horn with an internet tarot show asking all these questions about uh, starting a thruple with them. So very, very cute. Okay, let me put these cards away and see who's around with their hand up here. All right, Leah. You're up. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello. Hi. Um, thank you for picking me. Yeah, no problem. Um, this, this is kind of a sad one. Um, and I think I have two questions because I'm not sure if the first one is like a question for the tarot. Okay. Let's figure it out. Okay. Um, so I just, I'm, um, I just went to a funeral for my ex-boyfriend who is also one of my best friends. 
um, he passed away. Okay. Um, and he, so it was in my hometown. I've moved away. Okay. Um, so I'm like nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. You can take your time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you're dealing with that loss. Thank you. Um, yeah. Well, my first question, okay, I think is like, is there anything that I can do to like honor him or like grieve okay. him more? I'm like deathly afraid of death. <laughs> And I'm a Scorpio, which I think is really ironic. <laughs> well, that's just, that just means you feel, you feel your feelings really powerfully, you know, and everyone's mm-hmm. scared, you know, even, even when we, we might have flashes of acceptance, but you know, it's scary for everybody, you know, mm-hmm. so okay, you want to know what's the energy around your grieving process. Does that sound right? Yeah. Oh, Vera says you're safe here, Leah. And you are, you are. Thank you. Um, Okay, what's your second question? I picked three cards for that. And I'll send them in a minute. Well, so yeah, I've moved away. I actually, I live in Portland, Oregon. Now. I'm from upstate New York. So I had to travel back. Uh-huh. Um, and like being back there, I just felt like, you know, I don't want to miss out on things with my hometown friends that I'm really close with and like my family. And now I'm thinking like, maybe I should move back there. Okay. <laughs> so like, what what would it look like, I guess, if I moved back home or like tried to move back home? Or if I stayed where I am, because I am happy here, but you know, yeah. with the situation, just it's you know right of at the course. front of my mind. Of course. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to pick three cards right now on what would it look like for you to return home, so you can be close to all of those friends and that community and your family. What does that look like for you if you make that choice? Versus, okay, what if you stay where you are? And of course, there's other ways, you know, to sort of prioritize reconnecting or nurturing those connections even when you're not there. So what does it look like? Right. I have the girl chat on, you know, 24 seven. So like I got that, but you know, just, it's different being present. Or sure. yeah. Okay. Is, is Portland in your best interest? Is in your best interest overall to stay there? Let's see. Okay. So let's take a look at your grieving process right now. Um, oh, it really, it's really a little story. Okay. So the first one here, um, the first card that comes up is, we're seeing this a lot tonight, right? It's the five of cups. It's disappointment. It's Mars and Scorpio, okay? So there's a few different ways um, to read this. I mean, disappointment, to put it mildly, is probably something you're feeling, right? It's like an extreme, like disappointment on like dark steroids, right? Like, I mean, that's kind of a bit of, you know, what the grief experience can feel like. Um, what I want to make sure is that you're not feeling disappointed in yourself in any way, you know? Like that's that's what I want to make sure is that you're not being hard on yourself. Um, and this is this is what this card leads into is the Prince of Swords. So he's he's a little confused and he's a little tormented about it. He realizes he wants to do something, but he doesn't quite have the tools. So He's about to, you know, he, he's in a chariot that's not moving forward. He has his sword drawn. He's going to cut the reins and, and you know, find some, some other kind of creature to pull his chariot. So that's telling a little bit of a story of like, is there something that you want to do? Is there some sort of way that you, that you want to honor your friend? Is there some sort of way that you want to express yourself that you feel held back from doing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's making me wonder, like, is there a different way to think about it? Or are you just putting a lot of pressure on yourself, right? Are you putting pressure on yourself to like grieve amazingly and like feel it in the perfect way and make sure you're, 
you know, I mean, I, I know how we can do this to ourselves about everything, you know, including some, even something like grief. And the reason I'm concerned about that is that your final card here is the Empress. And the Empress is the card of unconditional love, right? And it's like any way that you grieve your friend is like the perfect way to grieve your friend. Anything you do to remember them is perfect. Anything you do to take care of yourself while you're going through this is perfect, you know? So really what you want to do, it's like, is to, while you're in your grieving process, is to try to love yourself unconditionally as much as possible. And also like, love your friend who's passed as unconditionally as you can. Like it makes sense if like you're feeling, you know, you feel moments of like anger at them or disappointed at them, you know, and feeling, you know, don't, if, if that's the truth, don't stuff it, express it, journal about it, you know, allow all of your feelings to like exist within you in a non-judgmental way. Allow all your thoughts about it to exist, you know, in your mind in a non-judgmental way. It's just part of your process. Like the love that you have for this person is so strong and unconditional with the Empress card there. And it's strong and unconditional enough to be able to hold all of the different feelings you might feel. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Okay, okay. Um, See about you moving home. Ooh, that looks quite strong and staying in Portland. Oh, yeah. I think you want to move home, Leah. Um, I really do. It's not going to be super easy. Um, And there's some aspects of it that you might have to sort of work through. You know, there might be like a shadow side to it. Um, And I'll tell you why I'm saying all of this. The first card that came up is the sun in Scorpio, okay? It's the pleasure card. Um, It's the six of cups. It's like, yes, that is you know, everything that you're thinking that um, all the ways that you think moving back will sort of um, fill your heart, it will, right? Like that is that is really real. Um, that looks absolutely beautiful. On the other side of it, you have the emperor card. And so, you know, I think that there can be a fear of moving home. Like, oh, am I like stepping backwards? You know, am I going to like come off of some sort of path that I was on, whether it's career or artistic or whatever. But with the emperor card, it's like, you'll be able to like live whatever big boss life you want to live there just as easily as you you could anywhere. It's not going to slow you down. It's not going to put, you know, any any sort of like wrench in your plans. The only thing is the centerpiece card is the moon. And why wouldn't it be? I mean, it's not like, I mean, you're, the catalyst for you to move home is a great tragedy, right? So that's going to color this decision a little bit. And, you know, I don't know, you know, what it, I mean, that, that, that sadness might accompany you and, and be part of this whole process and be waiting for you when you're there. But, you know, I just think it's something to be worked through. I don't see that as a warning or as a no, um, not with not with a like red hot card like the emperor or such a rich, beautiful card like the six of cups. Um, I see it as more like there's a shadow to it, too, you know, and that's going to be part of your process. Um What's really interesting is, you know, for staying in Portland, your centerpiece card is the hermit. And now I have no doubt that you have a great community in Portland and a vibrant life. But, you know, the hermit card's coming up and it's making a statement that it is going to be hard for you to be away from all of these people who are in your hometown. Like that's really, that's meaningful. You have the three of discs, which is work and also the prince of discs. Um, So it seems like stay you would be staying in if you stayed in Portland would it be for work no no okay well you know I think that's just saying that like I don't know it's just showing that like you would be fine in Portland um it is there there is something about being 
far away from everybody that is going to be, um, you'll be working through that. If you stay with that hermit card, I, I like the cards for you going back. I think they're, they're a lot more dynamic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You're so welcome. Um, I hope that was helpful and really it good really luck. Was. With Thank you. I appreciate okay. it. You're so welcome. Good luck to you and let us know how it goes. Okay. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Oh man. Life, you guys. Everyone, we're all living our really intense lives. Okay. Um, we get a few more minutes here. Uh, I'm going to read this little question that came in from one of our Patreons. I just quit my teaching job and want to do something completely different, but where to begin? A few fields I'm thinking of pursuing a new career in are one, book development for TV and movies. Ooh, that sounds fun. Two, life coaching. Three, tarot reader or other intuitive work. All right, cool. I'm going to pick cards on those three things. Um, okay, let me see. So first, I'm going to shuffle thinking about book development for TV and movies. Oh my God, that's so cool. Listen, you guys, I'm going to be really quiet so that you can maybe hear this adorable cat eating from its little dish. Don't forget it. You can't hear it. But there's just this little tinkle because their their collar is hitting their little bowl and it's very sweet. Okay, picking three cards for TV and movies and now Life Coach. Let's see what that looks like. I definitely have had friends who've done that. They left jobs specifically that they didn't like and they went into life coaching and I think they do really like it. Jasmine says cats are the best and I've got to agree with that. And what's this final one? Tarot or other intuitive work? I mean, yeah, it's so rewarding and exciting and fun. Um, what does that path look like for you? Now, remember, everything's timing, right? So any of these, you could get a no, but it could be timing. You could be asking again. Okay, so TV and movies. Oh, damn, that looks really good. Okay, first card, the chariot. It's like, oh my God, if you fight for it, your your victory is guaranteed. It's so awesome. The next card is the two of cups, love. Like, oh, you're gonna be, bring so much love to this. It's really beautiful. And then your final one is the wheel of fortune, which like, I wanna see a card like that for a big career move. It's perfect. Okay, so let's see, life coach. Life coach is cool for sure. It's like not as glorious as TV and movies. You got the 10 of discs. So that should tell you that you definitely can support yourself doing that. You have the two of swords, which means like it's not going to take up a lot of space in your mind. Um, You can really just sort of like glide into it. You'll probably be very good at it, moon and Libra. And then the adjustment card. Um, And that's interesting because, you know, the adjustment card, she's sort of like, you know, she's justice. It's about like, helping people make decisions almost. It, it could mean that it's like, um, you know, there's there's some sort of question about finding some balance in your life with this, but I think it actually looks very nice. Um, tarot, Queen of Cups, Queen of Swords, Ace of Cups. Ha, huh. it's, not, it's not impossible. I think that like, um, you'd have to really get a plan together. The Queen of Cups has no plan, right? And then the Queen of Swords comes in and, and is like, listen, person, you got no plan. Let's make a plan. And that means we have to we have to get rid of some stuff. We have to like change our life a lot. Um, but if you do that, you get the Ace of Cups and you get a whole new beginning. So, you know, I want to be helpful and tell you what to do <laughs> because that's what, why people seek the tarot. Go for TV and movies, man. You can't beat the Chariot and Fortune. And for a lower, a minor Arcana card, the Two of Cups, oh, beautiful, beautiful card. So that's cool. And my God, that sounds like such a fun thing to do. I want to do that. Um, okay, let's see if I can get one more person in here. 
oh my God, who's me? Okay, me, you're up. I'm not being postmodern or like meta. I'm, I've, I've called on a person whose screen name is me. Are you there? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Hello. Hello. Is your name actually like May or something? No, I don't know why it's showing up May because it's supposed to be lavender and weeds. So I don't know. Maybe (laughs) they're flagging the name. Oh my God. That's funny. I don't know. But either way, are you by any other name would smell as sweet. So how can the tarot help you? I am wondering about an opportunity that I got from a coworker that I used to work for to see if it would be a good opportunity or not. Okay. So you want to see what it's like for her, but we were coworkers and I'm just trying to see if maybe it would be a, a good fit for the offer that she is trying to give me. Okay. So are you wanting to know what it looks like if you say yes to this offer? Yes. Okay, cool. So let's see, what does it look like if you say yes to this opportunity that your old coworker is bringing your way? Okay, I'm picking three cards for that right now. And now I'm shuffling. And because I like to compare and contrast, I want to just see what does it look like if you're like, you know, something for whatever reason, you don't know anything about it. But, you know, if there's any reason why you're like, I don't, I'm not going to take, take advantage of this opportunity. What does that look like for you? So I'm going to pick three cards on that. I love yes and no readings. So saying yes, oh, saying yes looks really nice. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You want to say yes to this. The very first card we've been seeing this lady a lot tonight, the Empress. We love her. She is just the goddess. She wants to take care of us. She wants to give us bounty. She wants us to love ourselves. Um, yeah, this is, that's a big yes card. Then the next card is the three of cups, which is called abundance. It's these beautiful cups that are like overflowing mercury and cancer. It seems like this friend of yours is probably pretty trustworthy. Um, that's really, really beautiful. And then the final one is the Princess of Wands. And she's just going for it. She's on fire. She's fearless. Or rather, she might have some fears, but she's not letting them, you know, stand in her way. She's burning some fears on an altar. She's following her intuition. It's These are great cards. Um, for not following them, you got like Interference, Queen of Cups, and the Science card. I mean, you could probably think of some reasons why it would be maybe seem, quote, smart to say no to this. But you're wrong. <laughs> it's you should you should say yes to it. You know, you should say yes to it. You're yeah. Don't don't talk yourself out of it. It looks really okay. cool. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're, you're very very welcome. Okay. You guys, I have to go downstairs now and like read from my new book, knocking myself up. Oh, I'm on uh, Spotify Live. Oh my gosh, um, Friha Rajin is here, and if you guys don't know about her book, which is um, called "Who Was Wellness For," this is a crowd of people who really would love this book. It's it's so smart. It's so much about self care. It's about trauma. It's about wellness. It's about white supremacy. Um, it's, it's about family. Check it out. It's really, really beautiful. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to do an event right now and I will be here again next Thursday, six on the West coast, nine on the East coast. And again, I'll be in Portland, Oregon on Saturday at Powell's books. So if anyone's up that way, please come say hi. And again, if you want to listen to back episodes, just go over to Spotify, uh, search the Your Magic feed and we'll search for Your Magic. <laughs> and then once you get Your Magic, search in the feed for Ask the Tarot. Okay, you guys, thanks for, you know, being amazing as usual. Good night.
Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live.